Welcome to Supply Chain Partners TV and podcast, where we discuss innovative business and supply chain solutions delivered by our expert members at Supply Chain Partners. Their solutions can transform your business and supply chain across all things digital, physical, people and process. Hi, I'm Dr. Sharon Grant, the founder of Supply Chain Partners. Supply Chain Partners is a multi-award winning global business and supply chain marketplace and professional community. We invite you to become a member of Supply Chain Partners so that we can help you to navigate this complex world of business and supply chain. Today's episode is about scaling your business with high return grants and tenders with clarified solutions. Let's now introduce our member. today is Caitlin Budge, the founder and CEO of Clarified Solutions. Welcome, Caitlin. Thanks for joining us today. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Caitlin, would you like to provide an overview of your business and the types of Australian companies that you help? Most certainly. Thank you, Dr. Sharon. So my business, Clarified Solutions, is one that helps businesses in Australia and also internationally as well. We specialise in business documentation grant writing, tender writing, and complex business documents for capital raising. We've had the privilege and the pleasure to assist dozens of businesses thus far across 13 different industries. We've been able to raise over $12.6 million in grants and $9.7 million in tenders for those clients that we have assisted. It's something that we're all very passionate about and experts in. Thank you, Caitlin. That's absolutely incredible. There are significant grant opportunities across Australia. So how do government grants and tenders help businesses to grow and scale? Very good question in a myriad of ways. And these include taking a deep look at where you are at present within your business, historically where you've been, and really projecting into the future of where you want to go. It's very important that you have a very clear value proposition prior to undertaking any grant or tender application, and also that you have done some deep research into the market in which you sit and into other vertical markets which relate to your particular business. Well, that's excellent advice. So how does your company stay informed about the latest grants that could benefit your clients? Thank you for your question. So we access this information through a range of different databases that sit on a variety of government websites, both state and federal are our primary focuses. And then what we need to do once we've identified the core needs of our particular clients and also their legal parameters, financial parameters, and then also their basic project parameters as well, then we're able to hone in on specific opportunities that we then present to our clients. Well, that's a great way to help your clients. Thank you. Now, many businesses encounter challenges when seeking grants. What are some of the common hurdles that your clients experience during grant application and tendering processes? I find with my clients, irrespective of the industries that they represent, there are common issues that they usually run into. This is, for example, the overuse of highly technical language specific to their industry. 
the lack of awareness of the specific audience who will be reviewing their submissions, and also the core construction of a strategic narrative that frames their entire submission and also sits in isolation at times within various sections of their particular application. Well, that's a lot to consider, and you have identified many significant challenges. Would you like to share a case study to explain how you help your clients with government grants and tenders and assisting them to overcome these challenges? Certainly. So in recent years, I assisted a business called Workforce Analytics that specialise in a range of different things, but primarily um, industrial relations and how different workforces navigate these complex legislation systems and other considerations as well. So I assisted the female founder and CEO of the business, Lisa Spiden, in her application for the Boosting Female Founders Grant, which was a federal government grant in which female founded businesses were able to access a sum of money uh, so that they could complete a project in the future which would seek to significantly expand a business and then also assist them in entering into new spaces within Australia and also internationally. It was a delight and a privilege to work with Lisa Spiden and her team. They are all incredibly polished professionals. And as always, I learn as much from my clients as they learn from myself. So that particular project went through a series of phases. The first one being an introduction of Lisa and her colleagues to myself through someone else in my network. And then what we did is we had a fairly detailed discussion around what some of the future goals were for the expansion of workforce analytics, what some of their roadblocks had been up to date, and what sort of human resources they had and intellectual property that they could draw on. So what we did is once we had those complex discussions, as I start with every single client I work with, I get that broad bird's eye view of the entire business and their specific requirements as well as what their talents are and their areas which require improvement. Then what I do is we start talking um, the specific scale that they're wanting to access. So how much funding in dollars approximately would they be interested in accessing? And of course, then that determines a huge number of different variables that we then move into. And for example, the timeframe of the project that we're working on, is it six months, 12 months, 18 months, three years, four years, et cetera. Then we talk about who would be the primary points of contact within their team so that my team can work seamlessly with theirs and then any other third parties that need to be involved and the teams who are assessing that submission as well. And then what we did is, of course, we worked through document by document, uh, item by item, everything that needed to be provided for the complete submission. Of course, that was a journey in itself and one that Lisa, I feel, 
well on reflection, would look back on with a great sense of pride and accomplishment. It was not an easy application. No applications are easy applications. And anyone that thinks so either has a significant amount of experience or perhaps they're not really considering the complexity of the full process and the ramifications it will have for them in successive applications and also in their arena for business and also the way that they interact with government bodies and organisations. So Lisa and I had many, many discussions along with her CFO, Steve Lingard, and several other team members who were closely involved in the project. So for example, one of the core submission requirements were to actually film yourself speaking about your business, where it is now, where it was previously, and where you want to go. Now, some people might reflect and think, oh, that's easy. I, I can talk for five minutes succinctly and answer about 15 questions. Try doing that. If you are a business owner and listening to that, try to do that. Try to capture basically a business plan in a video recording, which has visual elements, is appealing to a broad audience who are professional and then see how you go. It's actually a really great exercise for people to do, even if they're not applying for grants and tenders, if they are purely interested in polishing their narrative for their business, I'd highly recommend it. It's very challenging. There are a lot of skills involved and those skills are not just storytelling, but their personal presentation. They are creative skills of how to actually present the particular pieces of information and in which sequential order, how to use visuals in that presentation as well and how to bring that presentation to an international standard that can be achieved for a business presentation. So that was one element of many elements that we needed to prepare for that submission. So then we stepped through the various phases of the submission as well as interactions with the assessment team. And then after that happened, of course, um, we received feedback and a whole range of other interactions with the assessment team. And I was absolutely delighted to find out in a weekend text message <laughs> from my client that we were successful and that brought such joy and a sense of accomplishment to myself as well knowing that I'd played a part in the success for my client and that this was going to make a significant difference to the expansion of their business and the speed at which they could expand being able to access that publicly funded money in the federal government grant that they won. So Lisa and myself remain in contact as I do with all of my clients and I celebrate her wins and her colleagues' wins as well. And uh, I look forward to celebrating many more successes for the Workforce Analytics team. That's an incredible example and one you should feel very proud of. Thank you very much. Yes, it's certainly a team effort. There is a huge amount of work, usually over the space of about six to 18 months that it takes to actually collate all the information for various stages of these submissions. Great. So what are the key services that you offer? Absolutely. So in addition to grant writing, we also offer tender writing and also business document writing services. So I'll delve a little more into what I mean by that. So a tender differs from a grant in that it is a body of work that's actually described by the tenderer 
And what that means is they set very clear guidelines as to what work that they need delivered and what sort of skill sets are going to assist in delivering that particular project. So tenders, generally speaking, are offered by commercial businesses and also government organisations. In essence, they want their teams or their physical resources augmented by a specialist service and or product provider. It really varies. There are thousands, if not probably millions, of tenders available across all different platforms. Now, these particular tenders, they're challenging in different ways to achieve because what happens is once you identify what you can provide for these particular tenders, then what you need to do is actually identify which tenders are of relevance and you feel that you would be significantly competitive in the process. And then you need to realize that there are a variety of ways in which the tender providers offer of these opportunities. So it may be to sit on a panel of suppliers, meaning that you are one of many preferred suppliers. It could mean that you get exclusive rights for a predetermined period of time, maybe six months, three years, 10 years, whatever that might be. Or it could be that you have the opportunity to inform a particular process rather than necessarily being the only contributor to that particular tender. There may be a collective effort. It just depends on how complex that project is. Now, in terms of the business documentation that we've assisted with in the past, this, as I mentioned earlier, comes down to capital raising. By capital raising, I mean raising funds for a business to grow, expand, complete projects, etc. So we start right from the outset. We assist businesses to frame their particular offering in a value proposition and their mission and vision. Once we have that clearly defined, then what we can do is assist in creating a pitch deck that is tailored to a specific series of audiences or one specific audience. And if it's a pitch deck that you already have and it's been very well polished, then perhaps what you'll also need is a business plan. If you have a business plan and you feel that it's as updated as can be, then when you go to the next stage of capital raising, you have what's called an IM or an information memorandum. Now, this is a highly complex and technical document that's used by sophisticated investors and their teams to analyze at a very specific range of levels where you are at in the market and what your capacity is to be able to secure a return on investment if they were to invest in your business or organization. We also offer the opportunity to collaborate with us on PR documents, public relations documents. For example, in the past, I've assisted with documents that pertained to a merger and acquisition of one of my clients who acquired one of their industry colleagues' businesses and they merged the two. And then what they needed to do was communicate not only with the suppliers of 
the business that they acquired, but also their client base, their customer base, their related interconnected businesses base. It, It was a lot of different audiences they needed to speak with and they needed to get that right. Because if they unsettled the business that was being acquired and any of the various stakeholders, that could have really significant ramifications for the business that was acquiring the other business. And that business that um, I assisted were based in Australia and they were in one state and the business they acquired actually was based in a different state in Australia. So they had to traverse geographical challenges as well. So I commend them for doing so. So that's another type of document. So those public relations documents. Another document that we've assisted on working with is what's called a white paper. Now, what businesses do of certain kinds when they reach a certain level in the market is they become industry experts and widely acknowledged as industry experts. Now, the expectation of being an industry expert is that you will be at the cutting edge of information. You will be providing information that others do not have access to because of research or because of talent within their networks or within their organization itself. So what happens usually is at regular intervals, a business will produce a white paper. That white paper will be accessed by prospective clients, by people in their network, internally within the business as well. And what that white paper will seek to do is to be, one, a research paper, and two, an excellent reference point for anyone who's seeking to further their knowledge in that particular subject matter area. That's a comprehensive range of services that you offer. Well, thank you very much, Caitlin, for joining us today from Clarified Solutions. Thank you very much, Dr. Sharon, for having me today. It's been a really insightful discussion, and I would encourage anyone who's listening to think back on this discussion and anything that really resonated with you. Feel free to try to record yourself discussing your business for a five-minute period with the most salient points that you focus on and see how you go. You may surprise yourself, or there may be some room for improvement. Now, if anyone does want to connect with me, you're very welcome to do so on LinkedIn. Caitlin Budge, you can connect with me directly or with my company webpage, and that would be Clarified Solutions on LinkedIn. Or of course, you can go to my website, www.clarifiedsolutionsservices.com. Thank you once again, Dr. Sharon, for your time today and for allowing me to have this wonderful discussion. Excellent. Thank you very much, Caitlin. My pleasure. Well, that concludes today's episode about scaling your business with high return grants and tenders with Clarified Solutions. You will find their contact details provided below. So join us again at Supply Chain Partners TV and Podcast, where we meet with our expert members at Supply Chain Partners to discuss key business and supply chain topics, issues and trends, including logistics, supply chain management, technology and much more. We welcome you to subscribe to the Supply Chain Partners channel and to become a valued member of Supply Chain Partners today. We look forward to you joining us again in a future episode.